Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. <laughs> Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1,500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. Jovial, caring, wacky, live and local. It's time for the Bart Winkler Morning Show. Bart Winkler Show. I'm Bart Winkler. Ryan Wood to join us in just a moment. Myself and Ryan Horvath, both with you tonight at 6 o'clock until 10. One thing that can cheer you guys up is my boys over at Window Select as we continue to talk about what Green Bay did last night with Jordan Love. We'll get into that again in 60 seconds. But do check out Window Select if you get the opportunity. You have time, and you've had time to clean out your basement, clean out your garage, clean out your attic. You've been doing all the stuff around the home. Now for the things you need a little bit of help on, Window Select is the place to turn to, and this is the week to do it. These guys, local, Milwaukee-based. They will give you the most high-quality and energy-efficient windows, doors, siding that you will find. All of their products come with a double lifetime warranty, and for every window you buy, you get one free plus 36 months of interest-free financing. That's all amazing. This week with Window Select, for your replacement windows, your replacement doors, and your siding, buy one, get one free, free installation, no payments until 20. 21. That's all available at Window Select. Go to windowselect.com, 262-703-3500, 262-703-3500, windowselect.com. You don't know how much things are going to cost. You wonder, well, what do we need? What would be the best kind of window here and replacement here? They'll come out, do the at-home estimate for free, not charge you for that, and then free installation and no payments until 2021. Those of you that have taken advantage already, you can uh, rave to your friends about their service and their product, and that's what uh, is, should be remembered here as well. Windowselect.com, 262-703-3500. Bart Winkler Show continues. Ryan Wood joining us again here on The Fan. And one of the questions that I had for you yesterday was going to be about Jordan Love. And you, unprompted, I should say, started talking about Jordan Love and that if the Packers think he's a first-round talent, they should take him in the first round. If they think he's a franchise quarterback, they should take him in the first round. Woody, did you know something yesterday, bud, or what's going on here? 
True story. I was uh, every year. I agonize over my mock draft pick for the Packers, and this year was no no uh, different. I ultimately went with Jordan Brooks in my mock, who actually went 27 overall, one slot after the Packers eventually ended up taking uh, Jordan Love. Uh, but it went down to the wire between Jordan Brooks and Jordan Love, and ultimately, I just didn't have enough. I, I, I and I do a lot of conversations um, going into the draft people that I trust and had a lot of conflicting uh, conversations on, on what the Packers thought of Jordan Love, the chances that he'd be there in the late first round, all that. And ultimately I, I just kind of flipped the coin and, and, and didn't go with the quarterback. But I, I even wrote in my pick for Packers news, don't be shocked if this happens. Um, and I was not shocked last night to me it all boiled down to what they thought internally of Jordan Love. If they felt like he was a franchise-caliber quarterback, it would have been a mistake not to, to draft him because the, the the value of a franchise quarterback, how rare it is to have an opportunity to draft a franchise quarterback, it's not every year you get that chance, especially when you do have Aaron Rodgers and, and you have a team that's, capable of going 13-3 and to the NFC Championship game and drafting at the back of the first round, you don't get these opportunities very often. If you do, with an aging quarterback already, you, you got to take advantage of that, and that's what the Packers did. Now, only time will tell if, that, if Jordan Love, in fact, is a franchise-caliber quarterback, but if he is, any Packers fans that have angst this morning, it's understandable, but in the long term, you, you, you're probably going to feel a lot a lot like you felt in 2005 and, and kind of have that angst wash away as you see Jordan Love start to win games for this team. See, in 2005, I liked the pick of Rodgers because he was a guy, it could have been, he could have been the number one pick. And he came to you at 24 and Favre was hemming and hawing and, you know, I don't know, geez. And so you took a guy to prepare for the situation. Rodgers is on the other side of that coin. Rodgers is basically begging the Packers to keep them as long as he wants to play. He's, he said he said the kind of things that we want Giannis to say. He said, I want to be here forever. I want to retire as a Packer. That's my goal, to stay in one place, et cetera, et cetera. And now the way that this is playing out, I don't see how this doesn't end ugly at some point. And I think, I think for me, my takeaway on this is Brian Gutekunst and Matt LaFleur, they must feel – if you look at what they drafted last year in Rashawn Gary, and then now this year in the first round, Jordan Love, they they obviously feel secure in their jobs that they can make a decision like this and see it through. They don't feel like if it doesn't work out, they're going to get fired. And I think they feel like they've got a better chance to win a Super Bowl after Aaron Rodgers than with Aaron Rodgers. And I think when they look at what that, that contract, when there's an out in a couple of years, there's going to be some dead cap, but there's, there is an out. I think they're I think they're planning for that as much as they're planning for next year, and I think that's where that's where people are upset. First of all, I do think that both feel very secure in their jobs, and you, you have to to be able to make a, a a decision like this. Last night, I was reminded of one of the first conversations I had with a source that I trust, uh, a source that 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 you know knows the the inner workings of this team well. Um, immediately after they hired Matt LaFleur and and the source said you know he didn't expect there to be any real grief between the new coach and the quarterback but if there was 
he expected the organization would side with the coach. And so that's just an example of the type of security that Matt LaFleur and Brian Gutekinds both feel in their jobs. Um, and it showed last night that, you know, Brian Gutekinds, as he said, he's looking not just at the short term, but he ha- he, he's, he, was, he was hired to replace Aaron Rodgers eventually. That, 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 that's what he was tasked with to eventually find the successor for this Hall of Fame quarterback. And trading up in the first round, you know, I, I asked Brian Gutekinds late last night, is, is that the hope with, with Jordan Love, point blank? And, and how long does he have until he's capable of being a starting caliber quarterback in this league? And he wouldn't put those expectations on Jordan Love yet, which is understandable because he's a 21-year-old and you don't want to have him out of the gate uh, saying those things. But the reality is when you trade up in the first round to draft a quarterback, you're not doing that for him to stay on the sideline. You're doing that because you believe that he is the successor to Aaron Rodgers. So, it's it's yeah, it's it's a matter of time until that comes to a head. I, I don't expect it this year, obviously. I don't expect it next year. I think there is some time until that happens, but it's an eventuality at this point. So, here's another spin. As we talked to Ryan Wood by Ryan Wood, PackersNews.com, Green Bay Press Gazette. We'll check in with him on Monday as well at this time. Well, this will light a fire under Rodgers, and this will this will prove this will get Aaron Rodgers to prove Goody and Lafleur that they shouldn't have drafted Love. But if you do that, like anything Rodgers does now in a Packers uniform to prove them wrong, benefits Goody and Lafleur. Like if Rodgers has the best season ever and he wins a Super Bowl, well, guess who else won a Super Bowl? Lafleur and Gutekunst. I don't know how rewarding that would be. How do you think this move is going to play with Rodgers? He is in a very interesting situation where he has now this relationship with Favre, and he has said, I understand what it must have been like for Favre when I came in, and now he gets to live that. Is it more likely that Rodgers acts like how Favre did, or does Rodgers like overcompensate and go out of his way to be buddy-buddy with love? Because he's been really good friends with these quarterbacks that come through that room but the one thing that they've never had is the threat of taking his job away. Now there's at least a threat of them taking his job away. Oh, yeah, this is totally different than having Tim Boyle behind you or, or, or even a Matt Flynn behind you. I, this is a completely different scenario. And it, it, will, it will be nothing short of fascinating to see how, how Rodgers cultivates his relationship with love because he's on the opposite end now. It's the full, the full circle uh, it's no secret to anybody that when Aaron Rodgers was drafted in 2005, there was a very frosty relationship between him and Brett Favre at the onset. And I, I imagine that over time that that is certainly thought as, as Aaron Rodgers has gained not just age but, but insight with, with, with wisdom and, and, and experience that comes with the age. Uh, and now he's on this other end. Um, does he handle things the way that Brett Favre did. Uh, it's not his job to teach the incoming, the, the new guy, or to, to shepherd him, or to mentor him, uh, or does he take him under his wing? It's going to be fascinating to to see what happens there. Um, I imagine that Aaron Rodgers has more empathy for Brett Favre today 
than he's ever had before. And it's it's just it's we don't know yet how that relationship's going to play out. I would be shocked if Favre and Rogers haven't at least texted within the last twelve hours something, one way or another, the friendship that they have now and the situation that they are in. Certainly interesting with the Green Bay Packers. They must have felt because they also did trade up. I'm, you know, as a Packer fan, Ryan, they gave up a fourth round pick. They had ten picks. I'll live with that. But they must have felt that another team was going to go after them. I, I just, you're in a receiver loaded class. You can still get a guy today. I think the board was playing pretty well for them yesterday until, you know, uh, CeeDee Lamb went to Dallas with McCarthy. Then Justin Jefferson, who Horvat and I wanted, goes to goes to the Vikings. They obviously must have felt that there was another team in play for love, that they liked him enough that they had to trade up for him. It could have been the Colts at 34, although I've, there were reports that they made no effort to trade up. Uh, how reliable is that? You never know. Could have been the Raiders. It could have been the Patriots. I mean, there are teams. You know, even though that there are three quarterbacks to go in the first six picks yesterday, there are more than three teams that need quarterback play and, and would have been attracted to, to Jordan Love. So I would imagine that, yes, even though 27, 28, 29, we're not going to draft Jordan Love, there, there, Brian Gudikins must have felt that there was another team in play. As far as the board uh, is concerned, you know, you could argue that it felt – it fell very well at, at everywhere except receiver, which is their biggest need. Had the Packers drafted a receiver last night, they would have been drafting in the first round the seventh receiver in this draft. And, yes, this is a historically deep receiving class, but even still, late first-round value for receiver in, in, in the best of terms, when the board does fall right, is not good. It, there's very little difference between late first round a late second-round receiver, well, the board did not fall very well at receiver for them last night for that to happen. It did fall very well uh, at inside linebacker. You know, Kenneth Murray, obviously we went 23 uh, with the Chargers trading up to, to draft him, but Patrick Queen was on the board when they traded up in, 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 into 26. So was Jordan Brooks, the, the linebacker that I had them mocked to. So, you you wonder in a way if if we you know Ted Thompson for a long time just didn't value the inside linebacker position. Brian Gutekinds comes from Ted Thompson's tree. You wonder if that's the same with Brian Gutekinds because this is a huge area of need on defense inside linebacker. There were some real uh, talented you know good good testing, measurable good college film linebacker prospects on the board last night. And they went with the quarterback. As far as the quarterback, again, Jordan Love drafted by the Packers, 26 overall. They trade up to go get him. Ryan Wood joining us here on the Bart Winkler Show on the fan. Jordan Love, a lot of the conversation that we've had, we've been on the air for three and a half hours today, a lot of the conversation has been about the decision to take a quarterback and not so much about who the quarterback is or what kind of quarterback he can be in the pros. You look a couple years ago, he had a nice year. Uh, loses, I believe, his offensive coordinator and then throws a bunch of picks in a bad conference and gave a lot of touchdowns going back the other way. But the Packers, they must have seen enough in him that they do like at least the athleticism. They think that they'll get Aaron Rodgers to you know tutor him, and they think they have a franchise quarterback here. What did Gutekunst and those guys say last night about what kind of player they think Jordan Love can be? 
the athleticism, yes. Uh, they, Ryan Gutekind said that he feels like he can make every throw. Um, he, he's got good arm strength, good touch, accuracy. Um, you know, he, he fits the mold of what teams want now, which is a guy who can improvise when things break down, go off schedule, and make plays. And he, he, he can do that. Now, if you look at Jordan Love, the, the red flag is obviously his first college season he had six picks. His second college season he had six picks. Last year in his third college season he had 17 picks. That's that's the red flag. But uh, and Brian Gutekind said that he he thinks it's a sign that there's still development that's needed, um, and that you know Jordan Love himself said that he learned last year that you can't always make the play. That you go for the big play every time. But the reality is that there wasn't a lot around him last year at Utah State in that offense, and that's putting it nicely. And there was also a coaching change, um, and so there there, there were some exterior factors that kind of played into that as well. Not that that's the whole, the sole reason, but um, he, he he's he played very well at, at, at times, especially early in his career before last season. And he's, you know, he's a four seven four forty. He's got every physical tool that you'd want at that position. So there's no question on the talent. And the reality is that he's going to have a few years here to, to sit, and to learn, to watch, to observe, and to develop. So what next for today, Ryan? What do we expect in rounds two and three? I'm curious what Packers fans would feel about this, but the reality is that you know it only costs them a fourth-round pick to trade up four spots. They've got three in the sixth. They, 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 they could theoretically make a package to, to, to trade up in, in, in some degree on day three. They've got that 62. They've got uh, the, the third rounder, if if they can go get Jordan Love, and I think it's very plausible that they can still get a a very good wide receiver in round two, um, that's the need, right? They, they've still got to get receivers, maybe two. But if they can do that, you, you kind of kick the can a little bit maybe on, on a right tackle or an inside linebacker or a corner or defensive lineman till next year. But you can kind of make do with all those other positions. The receiver position to be is the big area of need. Um, you know, it's, it, it, really the question becomes: Can Brian Gutekunst take advantage and, and take care of the short term while addressing the long term? He addressed the long term last night. Now the, the the focus really shifts to that short term: finding a receiver, finding offensive skill players to to kind of round out this offense. Ryan Wood, by Ryan Wood, PackersNews.com, Green Bay Press Gazette. We'll talk to you again on Monday. Enjoy the rest of the coverage, Ryan. And, uh, yeah, plenty to talk about for the next, well, for a long time. Thanks, Ryan. Appreciate it. All right. Take care. Ryan Wood joining us on the Great Midwest Bank Hotline. Has your passion outgrown your home? Great Midwest Bank home renovation loan may give you the space it deserves. Visit GreatMidwestBank.com today. Simply local lending. Since 1935, Bart Winkler, Ryan Horvath. You feel any better after listening to Ryan Wood, Horby? Uh, no. <laughs> no. <laughs> how about how about this? Let me read you this from Andrew Brandt. Sorry, my headphone literally just fell out of my hand. Oh, geez. Always, always a mess. Yep. Andrew Brandt, former Packers vice president of, I don't know, something. He used to work with the Packers. We know that. 
I get it, Packer fans. My sons are upset too. But the Packers thinking was, we can get our wide receiver, tight end, linebacker, lineman later, but we can't get this guy. And this is the guy for the future. Same as 15 years ago with Rodgers. Trust the board. So the thinking is the Packers can still get a similar receiver or tight end or linebacker or lineman that they'll get in round two that they could have gotten round one on their board. But there was no chance that Jordan Love would be there in round two, and they liked him on their board. I don't know. 414-799-1250. Let's get to Chip in Tosa here on the Bart Winkler Show. Chip? Hey, guys. Um, so here's what doesn't make sense to me, okay, is uh, when you draft a rookie quarterback, that means you got a, quite a few years where you don't have to pay him and you can put a lot of other weapons around him and then you're able to actually win. That's how these teams win Super Bowls with rookie quarterbacks. I don't know. I think it was bad. I'm not. I mean, so you're not thrilled with it, clearly. No, I think it was bad. I mean, what if he does play? It's going to be three or four years from now unless Rodgers gets traded. And the then thing by that, then no, he's going and, to have to then, you know what I was talking about. What I was talking about too, Chip, was by the time you have to make a decision on if you're going to pay the quarterback that you select to take over for Rodgers, you're going to like. Let's say it's three years from now, and there's that guaranteed money that kicks in. I think it's three years from now, but you're going to have to choose to pay him guaranteed money when you don't know much about him. And the Packers were sort of in that situation with Rodgers. And I remember that that Cowboys game I always bring up on a Thursday night. Packers were getting smoked. Rodgers came in and looked very good. And maybe we have that kind of moment with Jordan Love. And this is going to be different. Is Rodgers going to tutor Jordan Love? Is he going to help Jordan Love? Is he going to try to make him a better quarterback? Or is he going to say, well, if I help you too much, you're going to take over for me? It's a lot of how Jordan Love succeeds or not succeeds on a Packer may depend on Aaron Rodgers. And, you know, there's been... Not a lot. We haven't talked a lot about Jordan Love specifically today, right? We haven't, I mean, we, we told you about his stats and, you know, what this scout said, what that scout said. But the, the primary focus of the conversation is more the decision made by Gutekunst and, and how Rodgers will react. Because those are the two things for this season. Jordan Love could end up being a good quarterback. And I'm not going to root against him. And I don't think people should boo Jordan Love when he runs out for family night or whenever they're allowed back in the stadium. This isn't a we hate you sort of thing. It it shouldn't be. It shouldn't be. Jordan Love should have every opportunity to be the quarterback of the future. And he very well could be. They certainly think so in Green Bay. That's why they made this pick. But what you're saying is it's more important for us to get the quarterback of the future than to get somebody that can help Aaron Rodgers. And I think that is a very telling thing what the organization did yesterday. Let's get to Nick on the north side, 414-799-1250. What's up, Nick? Uh, you know what? I think Nick dropped off. We got a whole new – let me just bring these guys in while we uh, got you on here. Let's yeah, go to what's Steve. going on back there? Steve I don't know on, what you're doing. Steve on the south side. Unlimited calls. Today. Hey, oh, hey how's it going? So hey. last year we were one game away where the team that we played didn't throw the ball for over an hour. So what do we do in the offseason? We get worse on defense. And we take our first pick, and we draft a quarterback that's going to hold the clipboard for four years. Uh, we should have drafted 
McQueen, who can run sideline to sideline and track down some of these running backs that were shoving it down our throats. Um, my, my next thing is uh, I'd like to make a request if you guys could possibly put a mashup of uh, the commissioner making our pick with uh, a little bit of meatloaf, I'll do anything for love in the background, and maybe mix in some of that uh, guy from Minnesota saying, are you, are you, are you serious? You know what? That's That'll be a good project for uh, Radio Joe and Evan Heffelfinger today. That's a great idea, and that'll be a good project for them uh, because uh, they, I think, have more flexibility to do that. Ryan's doing the work of forty men back there, and I appreciate you for all your efforts tonight. Hey, thanks, dude. Do you mind if I uh, bring in these calls, or do you got Facebook up on you? A little, uh, a little on-air producing. We can bring in Brian. Yeah, bring in bring, Brian. Okay, South good. Side. I'm just making sure you got it because my. My uh, connection was lagging a little bit. Brian on the south side, what's up, man? Hey, guys. Thanks for taking my call. Uh, caller at 8.30 pretty much took my thunder with... Uh, that was an hour uh, ago. Well... Pretend like you didn't exist. Whole new audience. I couldn't get through it, and you had the, the guests on. It's like, well, I'm not going to sit on, uh, on, on hold and do the, the whole Why? conversation. It's not like you're uh, getting charged for those minutes. But that's true of us being self-quarantined. It's not like I have anything better to do. Yeah, you're not going anywhere. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, but the thing is, is that uh, I, I don't. One of the main things is uh, why did they contract him for Aaron Rodgers? If you knew, unless it's like a spur of the moment, and you know he's like, oh wait a minute, uh, let's, let's get this guy. Uh, but you know, I don't understand why they signed him to a contract like that. But. Uh, you know, have you guys heard or, or, or know anything about this guy? You know, I mean, I'm not too happy about the pick. Yeah, you don't want to boo him and stuff and, and bash him because it's not his fault. I will. But, I mean, you guys, have you heard anything? I mean, is, is he any good? Well, Horvat lost a lot of money on him last year and seemingly hates him. He throws a nice deep ball. He throws off his back foot a lot. He turned the ball over more than any quarterback in the FBS last year. Uh, you know, he's he's going to be a project, but he's the type can of quarterback. He's going to be. He's going to be a project. Yes, he can run. He can run. Uh, he misses wide open receivers all the time, but he can run a little bit. He's 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 super athletic, man. Like if you built a quarterback, like. On Madden, this would be the guy that you would build, uh, you know, with the right speed, right arm power. It's going to take him a couple years, though. So maybe I shouldn't be freaking out because maybe this means that we at least have Aaron Rodgers for the next two years. It's just in the first round. I wanted a wide receiver or some help on the defensive line. I just I don't think you got any closer to beating San Francisco uh, no, and, or stopping the run. Out. You should be freaking out because we we have Aaron Rodgers and we're not doing anything about it. We have a golden opportunity. It's not like he's uh, – Aaron Rodgers, he's in a position where, like, uh, he's like towards the end, like Pete Manning was, and and he didn't have his any of his skills anymore. Well, but maybe the Packers very... don't agree with that. Uh, that's that's true too. Brian, you're not going uh, anywhere. Let me read these to you. These are what some scouts are saying, okay, about Jordan Love. Talk to me. Talk to me. One scout says he has the most physical upside of any of these guys. The great ones make things look easy. He makes it look easy. He's an effortless thrower. He played with nobody around him this year. He was just winging it, trying to win the game. Did he make some bad habits? Of course. But you can rein that in. It's easier to get guys like that to play it safe and check down and be chain movers. We're going to ask ourselves, when he doesn't go in the top ten, how the hell did Jordan Love last that long? So that's a good review. 
Here's another scout. The body language is awful and his accuracy is worse. He never looked like he knew what he was doing or that he even wanted to play. There were numerous times he looked right at an open wideout or a tight end and he would completely miss him or not even throw it to him. And then if he did throw it to him, it was too late. He has problems I don't think are correctable. So a little from column A and a little from column suck. Those are your scouting reports, B. Okay, so then he's 50-50. It, it's all 50-50. What's 100% is Gudekinst and Lafleur saw a guy that they know is going to replace Aaron Rodgers, and they hit the acceleration button on that well, process. The, the first scout you read to me, I, I was almost thinking, well, he should be up there with uh, the quarterback from LSU and Alabama then. They should be talking about him then. Who? Tua or Joe Burrow, you mean? The first scout that you read, it, it, he made it sound like he was so good that he should have been up there along with the quarterback from LSU. He, could, and he was a top 10 pick Alabama. for a while. He was getting mocked top 10, and then he was falling, and then everyone's like, ah, oh, the Patriots will take him. Then they traded out. Bill Belichick traded out from this guy. There's a lot of player counts. And Brian Gutekind's traded up. Yeah. You tell me what that means. A lot of people are comparing him to Josh Allen. Uh, Josh Allen can't really throw the football, but he's a hell of an athlete. And I think Josh Allen will have a 10 times better career than Jordan Love. So that's that's my take right there. I listened to the fan yesterday and with Sparky and then Gary Roy Butler. I didn't yeah. even bring that him joker up. joker with Steve, yeah. They didn't even bring him up. I did a lot. They didn't even talk about him. So it's like, where did this guy come from? It's like, well, the know, morning show has been talking about him for a whole month. I definitely didn't think they would pick up a quarterback. That's for sure. No, mm. me neither. Thanks for the call, Brian. Stay well in quarantine. Seven nine nine twelve fifty. We'll get an update from CBS. Uh, we want to hear more from you guys. I feel like Horvath. I feel like you have a lot more to say. Oh yeah, I'm glad that we get. How long is the draft tonight? We get rounds two and three. What time do you think we get home tonight? Uh, well, we'll be on the air until at least round three ends, right? And then if you know, we'll just. I don't know. I'll I'll be on the air. I, I don't want to be on the air any later than like one a.m. Wait, what? That's even a that's even in the question. <laughs> so I got plenty. Well, how of, long is this draft going to take? I got plenty of time to vent. I, I think you know they, what? You know, they hey, speed hey, things up a little bit in the third round. Yeah, yeah. You know, bother me. People are like, oh come on, Bengals have had a whole year to take Burrow. Come on, Redskins have had six months to take Chase Young. Hurry up. Yeah. Why did you want it to hurry up? I know. There's nothing else. I wanted last night to, to be forever. I did until we uh, reached pitch uh, 26. Then I wanted life just to be over. <laughs> like, this year can't get any worse. This was the final. Uh, this was the dagger, for me, at least. Yeah, this year sucks. It does. It does. We got a we got a, a Bucks team that should be uh, playing in the playoffs this week. Probably getting ready to close out. I don't know. Who would be the eighth seed, even? The, the Nets? Brooklyn? I don't know. The the Bucks should have gone up 2-0 on the Magic <laughs> right. last night. Yeah, the Magic. Thank you. And then we should have gotten alert that the Packers drafted Jordan Love and then like, oh, not whatever. even cared. Yeah, yeah, yeah Giannis, Giannis cared. scored 40 last night. I don't care. But yeah, no, Giannis this is... scored 40 and dunked over Aaron Gordon. Who cares? All we have. This and Christian Yelich's mustache are the only things that we have to talk about right now. Oh, Roger's beard. Man, it's just... I'm so pissed. I really am. I'm upset. Um, 799-1250. 414 Seven nine nine twelve fifty. We continue here with you guys and the Rage Machine Field. Ryan Horvat coming up next on the fan. 
This is CBS News on the Hour, sponsored by Rocket Mortgage by Quicken Loans. I'm Deborah Rodriguez in upstate New York. It's opening day in three states. Owners will welcome customers back for the first time since coronavirus closures. Julia Butler is a hairstylist in Johns Creek, Georgia. We're really excited to be able to get people back in here and have them feeling good about themselves. I'm Jim Crisula. Amid coronavirus anxiety, close contact businesses like hair salons, spas, gyms and barbershops are set to reopen in Georgia, Oklahoma and Alaska, where restaurants will also reopen. This woman will be part of a drive-by protest at the Georgia State Capitol. It's wrong and it's putting people's lives in jeopardy and it's scary. Atlanta salon owner Greg Pageant. Our client are begging us to open, but really it came down to putting our staff back to work. Republican governors in South Carolina and Tennessee have proposed phased-in reopening. Small businesses trying to survive lengthy closures are hoping for money from a new $484 billion relief bill passed in the House. Speaker Nancy Pelosi. $60 billion in a set-aside for, shall we say, the underbanked, the women, minorities, veterans, Native Americans, rural folks, people who didn't have big banking relationships, but had big credit needs. Some of the money will also go to hospitals and testing. An update on a once-promising coronavirus drug. CBS's Steve Futterman. There has been hope that the drug remdesivir might be an effective treatment for COVID-19, but now there are doubts. Reports indicate a Chinese study found no positive effect, although the sample size was too low. Another report last week indicated that COVID-19 patients in Chicago who were given the drug were released from the hospital in less than a week. The pandemic is casting a shadow over the start of the holy month. CBS's Robert Berger. The call to prayer rang out at the Mosque of Al-Aqsa here in Jerusalem, but the third holiest place in Islam was empty on Ramadan. Muslim authorities canceled public prayers due to the coronavirus. This Palestinian is taking it in stride. Ramadan brings us joy, and we shall embrace it with the options we have. Now that the virtual NFL draft is underway, the question is, when will all the new picks get to play? Commissioner Roger Goodell tells CBS this morning. We're going to be prepared and ready, and we're planning on playing this fall. Uh, even though it may be different, it might be slightly different, just as the draft was last night, uh, we'll be prepared to play. The Dow is up 111 points in early trading. This is CBS News. Winkler Show, 414-799-1250. I'm Bart Winkler, Ryan Horvath. Over the next week, we'll get to know more about Jordan Love. Uh, did you get out? I want every like coach that's ever coached him on the air in the next month. I'm actually we, too busy. Right now we got Pink Floyd playing, and so I'm just making up parody songs. We don't need no wide receivers. <laughs> We don't need to stop the run. (laughs) Hey, Rogers, stop checking down. (laughs) Ollie needs another draft pick to rot on the bench. 2020's been a major kick to my balls. Uh, NP sent me a tweet. I'm Bart Winkler. That is Ryan Horvat. What if there is no NFL season this year? What does that do for the QB pick this year? 
Well, we still get them. I would say there is at least, and I want to be realistic about this and not just like bart about it. There's at least a 10% chance. Maybe, maybe that, I don't know. There's at least a 10% chance they took Jordan Love thinking there's not going to be a season this year anyway. Too high, too low? Oh. I you know what I don't even know at this point. Do you think man. it crossed? Do you think it when they when they were taking Jordan Love? Do you think it crossed their mind at all that there might not be a season? You know, no, I don't, because football guys are like really like they ignore science and politics. Football guys are all about football. Like, did you see Coach O last night? There was like forty people at his house. <laughs> yeah, yeah. How about some of those houses? People were hiding in the back. I know. My wife was going nuts. I can't go see John my mother Gruden's this weekend. <laughs> John Gruden had his draft board behind him. Yeah. My wife's like, see? Jerry Jones is on a yacht. Matt LaFleur is allowed to talk to his family, but I can't go see my mother this weekend? No. Social distancing. Dude, I enjoyed the draft coverage. I think they did as good of a job as they could have. I wanted to hear more from the insiders that were, like, on location. I don't know why they did that. I watched the ESPN NFL Network feed. I thought there'd be more split between them. I thought it was too heavy ESPN. And it was way too much Trey Wingo making references to himself that nobody got. Who's he think he is? Bart Winkler? Yeah, I think he's just a little jealous because I destroyed him uh, on on our morning rivalry that me and Trey Wingo have. Oh yeah, yeah. Me, it's it's me versus. Uh, remember Mike and Mike? Obviously, it's now uh, Trey and Mike or whatever the hell they call that show. Yeah, yeah. Those those I think jerks. They call it the Golic Family Variety. Hour. Yeah, whatever it is. Those jerks try to go on the air the same time as me. Oh, and you just crush them. Had to do it. Yeah, no choice. Sorry, I was... Uh, Paul is on the northwest side. Paul, what's happening? Paul is actually no longer on the north side. <laughs> but how about this? Nick is. What's going on, Nick? Oh, okay, Nick. What's up, y'all, man? Oh, let me get my thoughts together here. No, it's okay. Us, us too. Breathe. Um, Spit them out. Just don't swear. <laughs> I promise you I was about to. I promise you I was about to. Yeah, I, okay. I can tell. Uh, <laughs> That's the producer in me. Let's see here. For okay, let's start start off by saying. Uh, do you do you want to write it down and call back? No, I got it, man. I'm just okay. hurt. I'm hurt. But no, I know. Okay. I know. Wow, we're gonna get through this. Wow, not COVID nineteen. Like, we're screwed we, on that. Why? What? Um. Okay, hold on, hold on, hold on. <laughs> This pick just showed me, like, and I kind of knew it in the back of my head at being, like, a Wisconsin and general fan. Like, this is just Wisconsin. They just do Wisconsin things. Like, I'm like, okay. When they said the pick, I'm like, no way. You you can't be for real, right? And then I'm like, no, nah, this is for real. So, obviously, from ever since Gutekunst got here, they were never serious about winning the ring. With Rodgers, anyway. I think um, – like one of the callers previously said, the Green Bay way pretty much is to win while they're on their rookie skill. And then, you know, once we give you your money, be happy that we gave you your money. Like, we don't care that you want weapons. We don't care that you, you're not, we, we don't win that way. We win when you're not making any money. Um, and it just hurts because it's like, bro, when Rogers, when Rogers first came in, he had that legendary team, right? Um, but besides that one year, 
I just really believe they never did what it took to get him what he needed. Not what he wanted. I can understand, you know, back in the day how they were saying, like, we had these six, seven deep receivers. But did we really need six, seven deep receivers or did we need a, a top ten defense and, and three or four good receivers? Now it's like we have no receivers and our defense is coming along. But they just proved to us that they don't care about Rodgers. Like, you got your money, bro. We, you good. Like, I just hope they trade him. Like, why why, why have him room another quarterback just because he's there? Like, nah, bro, go ahead and just ship him out of here, get you some picks or whatever it is for him, and just go ahead and start this rebuild because we're not serious about winning another ring with Rodgers. And if Jordan – and I really – I really hope Jordan Love actually is good. I do, too. I hope he's better than Favre and Rodgers. I mean, how could right. we not? We're Packer fans. And if he is if he, if he he is good, my whole thing is it's going to be the same thing in 15 years. We're going to win one ring with him and be sitting here like, bro, why we, why we only got one ring? It's because it's, it's the Packers' way. I just hope he doesn't end up being a Deshaun Kaiser. If that's the case, everybody's fired. Yeah, that's a that's a good call, Nick. He's got a lot of Deshaun Kaiser in him. He does. Well, Deshaun Kaiser is this? Where is Deshaun Kaiser now? Uh, I think Sendex. <laughs> no, I mean I'm a Notre Dame fan, and I told you guys how brutal, brutal Deshaun <laughs> Kaiser was. And everybody's like, "Well, I uh, I said he he led the league in red zone turnovers, but he was a rookie. It's Cleveland. Cleveland's a mess." Oh, I remember oh, okay. this. I okay. remember. Well, he was this. a disaster at Notre Dame too. He's uh, with the Raiders. Oh, what's he do there? What's his job title? <laughs> he can't even beat out Derek Carr. <laughs> he helped build the stadium. And oh, now. my God. I mean, Jordan Love? Give me Jacob Eason at least. Yeah, I would have honestly, I would have rather had Jalen Hurts. What about, I wanted, I would have taken Hurts too in round like three. Round nine, I would have taken. What if, what if the Packers, here's a fun game, what if they never won the Super Bowl with Rodgers? Because that was the year they went 10-6, and six, snuck into the playoffs. I mean, they really did sneak in. Mm-hmm. And then put together a nice little run and then won the Super Bowl. Haven't been to a Super Bowl since. If they have never won with Rodgers and they do this move, you know, winning a Super Bowl once... These other fan bases, I- I'm so upset. These other fan bases are making fun of Packer fans today. The Bears, the Vikings, and Lions. Lions have never been to one. Vikings are the worst franchise that's ever existed. And then the Bears, they are celebrating a thing they did 45 years ago, like they're the Milwaukee Brewers, but at least they won their championship. All these other fan bases are laughing at Packer fans. People from all over the country, all over those states, I see the data right here. They're tuning into us. They're like, I got I to gotta find a, a Green Bay Packer station to, to enjoy them being so mad about Jordan Love. Hey, right. welcome to the show. Your team's blow. All right, we've got two Super Bowls in the last 30 years. But the problem is we probably should have more. And with other organizations, would other organizations have done more with the kind of talent they had at quarterback? You give any organization 15 years of Favre, 15 years of Rodgers, you'd have to think the Packers are on the low end of a team. That, and, and with as hard as it is to get to the Super Bowl, you have to think that the Packers would be on the low end there, I mean, the other organizations would be ripping off three, four, five Super Bowls in 30 years with these two. You know, you were going somewhere there, and I wanted to stop you and ask you a question. Do you think that they still take Jordan Love in the first round and trade up if they won the Super Bowl, or even if they beat San Francisco and went to the Super Bowl and lost to the Chiefs? 
I don't know. Right? I think they do. I think they wanted Jordan Love. I think man. they did regardless. Right. I, I think they like Jordan Love. Like, we see this with GMs, but now Goot is attached. I think when those wide receivers started going off the board, they were like, thank God, now we can go up and get our guy. Like, I will, I do agree that Goot has a pair of stones on him, though, because now he will forever be attached to Jordan Love throughout both of their careers. It's kind of like Ryan Pace. Two years ago, three years ago, whatever it was, he was executive of the year. And the Bears went to the playoffs. They should have won a playoff game, but Cody Parkey donked a field goal and they missed it. They lost to the Eagles. But Ryan Pace that year was executive of the year. Now they want him out in Chicago. You know why? Because he's handcuffed to Mitch Trubisky for the rest of both of their careers. And Trubisky is a disaster. And they could have had Mahomes and Watson. Let's say one of these receivers does blow up and they pick things up right away. Or one of these defensive tackles has becomes the next Kenny Clark. Like, forever we're going to go back, and it's going to be like the Kevin King, T.J. Watt thing all over again, but now you invested this pick into a quarterback. So, um, man, Brian Gutekinds better hope that he did his homework the right way and that Jordan Love ends up being the real deal because, like I said, man, like he's going to be viewed. This is how his career is going to be viewed. He'll be attached to Jordan Love for the rest of both of their lives. Yeah, but I, I, and I also think, too, and that was my first reaction, was that, wow, Brian Gutekinds, he's – He's willing to go out there. What an alpha move. Like, I haven't forgiven him for Jordy. And, like, if you are going to cut Jordy Nelson, okay, but you better bring me at least Emmanuel Sanders or uh, at least bring me Hunter Henry. You give me 90-year-old Jimmy Graham. But what? But what's the minimum that he's the GM of the Green Bay Packers? As long as everyone's healthy and, you know, 10 years. He, he's not going anywhere. As long as they continue to get Melith Etheridge to play at Lambeau Field and bring in that that uh, revenue with him and Mark Murphy, he ain't going nowhere. There, his job is not on the line for this. He'll be here long enough to draft the guy that replaces Jordan Love if he sucks. Well, some GMs don't get that option though. Like if your yeah, guy but in sucks, Green Bay, they w- in Green Bay they will. Like it's rare that GMs actually do get that option. Ryan Pace gets it because they went out and spent more money on a quarterback that they don't know. I mean, you know, you don't even know if he's going to be the starting quarterback. You know, and Nick Foles, a veteran. In Green Bay, they will have that. They have that option to and, make these kind of moves that other teams don't. And if you needed a back, they don't have the accountability. Right. I don't know. I, I just I don't understand it. I honestly would have rather them. And I'm, you guys are gonna laugh, but if you're looking for a backup, like a realistic option, how much money do you think Jameis Winston's gonna get this year? I'd Five? rather I'd rather have Jameis Winston as my backup quarterback than a rookie that threw 17 interceptions at Utah State. Cam Newton. Jameis threw like 100, though, last year. Cam Newton's missing a shoulder blade, and I'd rather have him. He can't complete a pass over 15 yards. I just, I don't think it was time to worry about the future when, like, everything is right in front of you. And the Niners got better last night. Hate to be, hate to be. Like, people were ripping John Lynch. Anytime, I told you this, anytime John Lynch calls you on draft night from his war room, hang up on him immediately. He's going to swerve you. Him and Belichick. It may look like a dumb pick. They may draft a center out of, you know, UMass, and he's going to end up being the best damn center in the league. And that's what San Francisco's done. They didn't reach on quarterback. Sure, they gave a bunch of money to Jimmy Garoppolo that they wish they could take back, but the last eight years in the draft, all they do is hit on picks, defensive linemen, pass rushers, and that's why they win games. Because you don't win. Like, that's that's what I'm saying. I'm fine. If you didn't want to go receiver in the first round, okay, we'd be pissed. We wanted, you know, the big name, the Jerry Judy or the CeeDee Lamb. It wasn't realistic but at least get somebody that could help win next year. We don't know if Rick Wagner is going to be healthy 16 games. We don't know if Christian Kirksey is going to be. We don't know if Ty Summers is any good. You know, we don't even know if you're going to be able to keep Kevin King next year. I would have rather them take a defensive back. I would have rather have them do what Ted would do and take a power forward and try to, you know, convert him to safety and take a total project. 
But I don't know. This is just stupid. Do you agree with me that Goody will live out if he missed on Jordan Love? Yeah, and I think in any other organization, probably not. But in Green Bay, yes. Because it's just one big family. 414-799-1250. 414-799-1250. Tyler tweets at me, is Horvat just going to complain the entire show and draft show tonight? Well, if they take another quarterback, yeah. No, I'll probably get over it soon. <laughs> I don't know yet. We'll see how. No, it... the draft show. The draft show will do what we want to do today: is talk about the other thirty-one teams and the rest of the league. That draft show is tonight. Remember, uh, we'll start at six o'clock, and so will round two, and we'll have you covered all night long. I want to thank our sponsors for that: Brothers Consolidated Heating and Cooling, Shelsey Family Beef, Q Club of Wisconsin, Fish Fry today. Associated Builders and Contractors of Wisconsin Apprenticeship, ABC Audio and Video. Give Chris a shout and West Bend Sausage Plus. Joe is in New Jersey, 414-799-1250, 414-799-1250. Joe. Hey, guys. How you doing? Joe, what's up with you? Listen, listen, listen to me. Three things. Number one, I'm in New Jersey, as you just stated. I have a governor named Murphy who, when they, he was on Tucker Carlson last week, they talked about what was going on, and he had the goddamn nerve to smirk about what's going on and how they're keeping businesses closed, number one. Number two, did you see Goot and LaFleur last night, the smirk on their face yeah. after the pick? And number three, did you see McCarthy smirk after he got C.D. Lamb? i never seen him so happy. McCarthy. That was a tremendous photo they used of Mac last night, too, the one with that big smile on his face. Can you connect the dots for me about your governor and Gutekinst? Well, I'm just saying by the reaction, like this, like when he was on Tucker Carlson, Tucker asked him a question about, you know, our rights as citizens and how you can not let us go to work, blah, 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 blah. And he smirked. He said, it's above my pay grade. The Bill of Rights, I don't know anything about the Bill of Rights. Or I didn't make the decision to stay home on the Bill of Rights. And then looking at LaFleur and Gutekunst last night, they smirked as the, as the pick went up. I get that. I get smirking. it. You know, that, that part of the draft I thought was very unique. Obviously it was, but I liked it that you could see inside these guys' homes and you could see, you know, all the different you you saw you saw more of these guys than you normally do, and you were able to see the reaction of Gudikins and LaFleur, and they were very, very happy to get Jordan Love. So the 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 talk that oh the board fell to them and so they made the they wanted Jordan Love, man. If I'm just reading those those two shots of them. They want. They got their guy last night. They came into that draft wanting Jordan Love. If Justin Jefferson doesn't go to Minnesota, do you think in Justin Jefferson's available? Or let's say, let's say like these rumors about Jerry Judy were true. I think. I think they wanted Jordan Love. Even if one of the top receivers was still on the board, do you think they would have traded up for Love? Or do you think that they were like, okay, we couldn't get Judy Lamb? All these guys in the they second They probably round. called Zimmer like, and said, will you take Jefferson here so we can take Love? Because like, that's what I'm saying, why I would have went tackle or even inside linebacker right there. Because when you look at these receivers now, like T. Higgins, for example, maybe he scores nine touchdowns in the league. He's super fast, but he can't get off the line of scrimmage. So like, there's going to be a knock on all these guys. None of them are perfect. Jerry Judy, on the other hand, like he's pretty damn near perfect. Even CeeDee Lamb, because he's fast as hell, but he could also go up and get you the jump ball and bring it down. You look at these other guys. I mean, I like some of these guys that we're going to see tonight, but I don't love them. Like, I, I've been talking about Justin Jefferson now for four months. There's nobody on the list here tonight. Yeah, even you're my a guy Cl- now. Even my guy, Claypool, uh, you know, I love him. But 
I'm not going to kill for them like I would have for those guys or trade up. So that's what I wonder is if they were like, okay, our board is these three top wide receivers. You know, we maybe they maybe they did make a couple phone calls because the other thing is we always assume like Brian Gutekinds isn't making phone calls. They went after Robbie Anderson last year and we didn't even know about it. But they were like, okay, we're not giving up a whole lot for Robbie Anderson. We're not you're not getting a second round pick and we're probably not going to be able to afford him. They went after Emmanuel Sanders a couple years ago. They went after Allen Robinson and Allen Robinson chose to go play with Trubisky in Chicago for Ryan Pace. So Goot does make the calls. So I don't think we should assume that. But I'm thinking like those three guys went off the board and he was like, okay, next best player. Let's think future. At least I hope. I hope they didn't go into that draft last night knowing damn well they were taking Jordan Love. That's pretty disappointing for a 13 win team. 414 799 1250. More from you guys in 60 seconds. And then the Bill Michaels show. Want to tell you guys about Windows Select. They are out. They're getting work done. And they can do that with uh, your home as well. And they can do it safely. And they will do it with all the distancing practices, taking every precaution and getting the work done. And most of it's outside the home anyway, so no need to worry in that regard. They'll come by, see what you need done with your windows, replacement siding, and doors. I know a lot of people have been looking at what to do next with their home as you've gotten very comfortable and accustomed. You're finding places in your home you didn't know existed in some cases because you've been in your home. So they can come out and make it better, more efficient energy-wise give you the more high-quality products, and they can do it at a very affordable rate. Window Select, Milwaukee-based local company, Window Select. Every window you buy with them, you get one free. 36 months of interest-free financing. They'll come out. They'll get it done. The at-home estimate when they first come out is free. The at-home estimate when they first come out, no charge for that. They'll get it done for you. And then also this week, you can still get, get the call in today. WindowSelect.com, 262-703-3500, 262-703-3500. Buy one, get one free. Free installation, no payments of any kind until 2021 next year. They're going to help you out during these times. 414-799-1250 is our number. Give them a call, 262-703-3500. We'll get a couple more. Let's go to Dave and Tosa. Dave, what's happening? The Bart Winkler Show. Every time you actually pick somebody, that person drops off. And what's going on here? Uh, you be the call. You be the call man. Let's go out to Mike and Oak Creek next. Oh my God. I know. What's up, Mike? <laughs> How's it going, guys? Mike, what's I just up? Want to say how, Mike, you got about I just two want minutes. To say how quality. All right, two minutes. All right. I just want to say how quality this show is. First and foremost. Uh, secondly, I, I feel like. What you guys just said, the whole thing about how, yeah, maybe uh, they didn't go into this draft looking at Jordan Love first, and maybe they were looking at these wide receivers. But I feel like a lot of teams do that. The fact that Jordan Love, they went for him instead of helping out that defense, uh, that's telling for me. Uh, Rodgers only has two years left on his contract. He'll be 39. And I feel like that's what they picked him for. I feel like because Rogers said he changed his diet, he's working out differently. He's trying to play like Tom Brady into his 40s. And I feel like the Packers front office, they're at a point where they're about to give up on him. They want to give his knowledge to Jordan Love and then move on. And we're going to Brett Favre, Aaron Rodgers. Yeah. Mike, thanks for the call. I think we're going to end call-wise on that one. Yeah. 799-1250. There's plenty of time for you guys if you're – on hold or want to call in Bill Michaels, 10 to two, the Wendy's big show, two to six. 
We've obviously got a lot more thoughts on the draft, and a lot more is going to occur tonight, obviously, with rounds two and three. The phone lines will be open all day. We will be breaking down the picks as they come in tonight. Ryan Horvat, myself, Sam Schmitz will join us. But we will certainly continue to take your feedback on all of our social media, at 105.7 FM, the fan, at Ryan Horvat, at Winks Thanks. And we will also do it via the phones, 414-799-1250. Grade the pick, Horvat, last night. Grade the pick. Jordan Love? Yep. I give it an F. <laughs> you, we're going to be... I might drink I'm gonna, tonight. I'm going to give it an A+. Plus. Good. We could disagree on something tonight. Because <laughs> it keeps us on the air. If you were here right now, I'd punch you right in the arm. <laughs> and then I... No, you can't touch me. It's social distancing. I would risk corona just to punch you right now for that, for that grade. <laughs> we're back tonight at 6 p.m. Enjoy the rest of your day with Bill Michaels and the Big Show. Rounds 2-3 tonight. Coming up on The Fan. Why? Why? If you have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion.